All of it is supported by Missouri, makers of handcrafted jewelry that's made to last. Looking for the perfect Mother's Day present? Missouri has you covered. Get free shipping on all orders in the U.S. and Canada, plus a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri.com slash all of it or use code all of it for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash all of it. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is all of it. Last summer, there were headlines abounding about the revival of the local bookstore. The New York Times proclaimed bookstores find growth as anchors of authenticity. Big chains once posed a threat, but independents are thriving by hosting events, adding non-book merchandise and becoming community hubs. Well, for years, Amazon, which is responsible for more than 40% of print sales, as well as 90% of ebook and audio sales, that's according to data tracking website Bookstat, well, Amazon was eating up the market, but local bookstores were pushing back until now the indie bookstores who've had to close their doors, hopefully temporarily, are in a difficult spot. Some have pivoted to online sales, but that's not an option for other stores with weaker online presences and distribution systems. That's why many are looking to the new online retailer, Bookshop, as a potential cure. Bookshop was launched in January 2020 with the mission of creating, according to its website, an easy, convenient way to get your books and still support local bookstores. The website looks a lot like Amazon, but the difference is where the money goes. 10% of all profits from bookshop.org are pooled and divided among indie bookstores who opt in. There's also an affiliate program that lets bookstores outsource their sales to the online retailer and receive a direct commission. The founder of Bookshop is Andy Hunter, who also co-founded the publisher Electric Literature and website, we know it, Literary Hub. And Andy joins me now. Andy, welcome to all of it. Hi, thank you so much. It's great to be here. So what were you doing right before you got the idea for Bookshop? Oh, I was at a bookseller dinner in Winter Institute, which is the big bookseller annual um, kind of trade fair gathering. And I was talking to a bunch of booksellers about the need for something that would help them compete online. And actually, one the bookseller I was sitting next to, uh, Christine, who owns word bookstores in Brooklyn and New Jersey, um, she asked me to help them out. And so I spent about you know, six months thinking of an idea, and then I spent about an, a year convincing everybody it was a good idea and raising money <laughs> for it. And in July of 2019, we finished raising money, and then we built it as fast as we could because we felt that there was a great deal of urgency to support independent bookstores even then because Amazon was growing at such a rapid rate. They, they've grown from um, 35% of consumer sales to 50, over 50% of consumer sales in um, just four years. So there was a real urgent need to allow independent bookstores to compete with Amazon online effectively and to retain their audience and their customers when their customers are shopping online. Because a lot of people love their local bookstores, but when it's 11 o'clock at night and they're seeing a, an author on a late-night TV show, you know, they'll just order from Amazon. And we want to give them a chance to actually continue to support their local bookstores 24-7, any place, any time. Um, and so that's why we set up Bookshop. So, Andy, why, why hadn't something like Bookshop emerged earlier? Well, there is, it's, it's a complicated 
process, and I think that most stores were sort of on their own. They were trying to build their own websites, and it's expensive to build a website, and it's expensive to maintain it, and it's a lot of work to fulfill online orders. Um, you need to have staff. You need to have inventory, and no individual bookstore's inventory can compete with Amazon's either. So there's a lot of disadvantages, and, and it was tough for bookstores to compete. There were some stores have great online presences and great online shopping, like Powell's and Portland is a great mm-hmm. example. Um, but the majority of bookstores were left behind because they just didn't have the resources to do it. Um, my idea and the idea behind Bookshop is to go directly to the wholesaler. Ingram is a huge wholesaler. They're the biggest one in the U.S. They've got warehouses all over the country, and they do consumer direct fulfillment. So the beauty of the Bookshop model is that the stores don't actually have to touch the books. The, the orders go from Bookshop to Ingram. Ingram ships the books to the customers, and the stores just get credit for the sale and earn revenue. And the stores that are affiliates There's over 450 stores now that are using Bookshop as their online shops, and they're getting 30% of the cover price of every book sold, and they don't actually have to do, like, worry about whether they got the book on the shelves, pay somebody to pull the book off the shelf, put it in an envelope and ship it out. That's all done by Ingram off-site, and um, it just allows them to participate in e-commerce, which is growing by 15% every year. Everybody's shopping more online. It allows bookstores to participate in that without um, straining themselves. And so it's kind of a perfect solution for many stores. What were the hurdles to launching it? What was tough about getting this off the ground? Yeah, I mean, first of all, everybody thinks that competing with Amazon is the stupidest, most (laughs) dead-end idea that you could ever have. And so nobody wants to invest in a company that's going to compete with Amazon. And people have a very cynical view of, like, American consumers. They say, oh, only they only care about price and convenience. And so a lot of people didn't believe that somebody would shop elsewhere if it was slightly higher price or um, if they already have an Amazon Prime account, why would they ever leave? But the counter trend to that is that more and more people are realizing that the small choices that they make every day where they spend their money every single day is actually creating the world that they're going to live in in the future and that they need to be socially conscious consumers. And so you're seeing people who pay a little bit more for clean energy. You're seeing people who make an effort to shop local for their vegetables and groceries. You know, there's a lot of people who are kind of awakening to the fact that that there's more important human values to support with our spending dollars and the COVID crisis has put that into stark relief. Now everybody understands that these businesses are fighting for their lives. They're fighting for the ability to not lay off their employees, to be able to open back up when this is all over. Their margins are very low. They don't have a lot of cash reserves. They're really struggling. And so Bookshop allows customers a way to, to support them right now when they need it most. And we're seeing this huge influx of orders. Our Orders have skyrocketed by about 2,000%. We're selling almost 10,000 books per day, um, which is about where we thought we'd be in 2022. So Hmm. in three weeks, we've grown two and a half years' worth of growth. My guest is Andy Hunter. He is the CEO and founder of Bookshop. So in doing my due diligence for this, because I I thought, well, we can't be a commercial for bookshop.org. And I was looking for different articles that were critical. It was really hard to find one, Andy. (laughs) Uh, You know, people are really kind of on board with your spirit. But there was one critique from 
the Financial Times, and it said this. While convenient to use, Bookshop cannot compete with Amazon's prices or its prime shipping program, and sales are likely to decline once the pandemic ends. Are you planning ahead? Are you concerned about this? Is the brain trust getting together and saying, what do we do once people don't really see us as uh, fulfilling a need? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm concerned, but it really plays into what I was just talking about. I think that people who care about their local bookstores and understand the cultural importance of bookstores, every bookstore is like a cultural outpost that is fighting for the importance of literary culture at a time where it really needs to be defended. You know, bookstores are portals where children learn the importance of books and become readers. When I was a kid, being able to go to a bookstore and just linger in the aisles for hours was like my favorite thing to do. And as a result, I dedicated my entire life to books. And every single bookseller and bookstore owner, they dedicated their lives to books too. And it's not generally a very lucrative profession, so you know that they're passionate about it. Books are great for culture, and bookstores are on the front lines fighting for that culture. So I think that there are enough people out there that understand the value of that, that they will continue to shop on bookshop.org, even if Prime gives them one day extra shipping. I mean, honestly, we get books to people. We ship same day if the order comes in before noon. And with priority mail, you can get it in two to three days. So it's very comparable to Amazon. We also have discounts, and some books are cheaper on Bookshop, although it's true that most books are cheaper on Amazon. But what are you paying for? There's a lot of hidden costs when shopping on Amazon. There's damage to our communities and our downtowns and to working conditions. And, you know, those hidden costs are important, and it's important that we acknowledge them. And if we can afford to, we can pay a little bit more to ensure that, like, the stuff that we value in our culture and our communities is preserved. Let me circle back to the business part of this. I mentioned at the top a 10% revenue share pool for indie bookstores. How does that work? Who's eligible? Yeah, any bookstore, it's a brick-and-mortar bookstore um, that is a member of the American Bookseller Association is eligible. So there's about 2,000 bookstores in that category, and we've raised already um, over $375,000 uh, and most of that has been in the past three weeks. But really, even more important than that 10%, that 10% is for generally people that come to our bookstores, our store from other links. Like, um, I know that um, New York Times is going to start linking to Bookshop. BuzzFeed is going to start looking, linking to Bookshop. When people link to Bookshop from their websites and magazines, they get a 10% affiliate fee. So they get a 10% commission on every book that they sell. So it supports people who write about books, too, because journalism and cultural appreciation of books is also really important to a functioning, healthy ecosystem around books. So that affiliate fee supports cultural journalism around books, and a matching 10% goes to support independent bookstores. So we're actually giving away 20% of every sale there. Now, but even more important than that, 75% of our sales are bookstore sales, so that's stores who use Bookshop to sell books to their customers. In those cases, we give 30% of the cover price to the store. And that's the majority of the money that we're, that we're making right now is actually going directly to those stores' pockets. And in that model, we don't actually make much money. We might make 1% or 2%, but pretty much the entire profit is going to the stores. Um, that's because we're a B Corp, which means that we're um, a function, our function is for the public good, not hmm. to make a profit. And so the idea is that we're going to be sustainable. We don't want to go to business. We want to be able to sustain our activities and grow. 
but the primary reason for our existence is to support these stores, and that's what's really meaningful about it right now at a time when they desperately need the support. Andy Hunter is the CEO and founder of Bookshop.org. Andy, thanks for making time today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. All of it is supported by Majuri, makers of handcrafted, ethically sourced jewelry for every day that's made to last. Looking for the perfect Mother's Day present? Majuri has taken the guesswork out of gifting, offering everything from dainty 14K solid gold pieces to pearls, diamonds, gemstones, and more. Make it personal with an engraving, or if you can't decide, check out their curated gift guide. Let them take care of the rest, gift wrapping included. Get free shipping on all orders in the U.S. and Canada, plus easy returns and a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri.com slash all of it or use code all of it for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash all of it.